yeah, yeah, universe, I get that I can't get over this. But I'm just, I'm obsessed lately with the whole concept of a savior, of a messiah, of the historical religious consistency with which such figureheads exist. Having no religious affiliation, being brought up in a house where I'd say agnostic is the most fair description of the household, but certainly no push toward religious concept or ideals. None of that. We were forced to go to one Christmas Eve or Easter service, I think, once, uh, because my mom did have some religious background. So once in a while she'd get a little flustered that uh, the kids needed some religious exposure and off to one, I do remember Christmas Eve service, and I do remember one Easter service, and there may have even been a third one. And of course, there were the services that were among the friends and, I guess, my cousins, probably. Whenever I was a guest in someone's house and religion was part of the deal, well, I always fell in line, went to Sunday school with a kid once, Went to another service with another kid once, I remember. Went to a couple of bar mitzvahs. Uh, shit like that, right? <clears throat> That's my my exposure to religion. And having been a huge fan of stand-up comedy, most of what I think about religion I learned from stand-up comedy, which means it's a joke. And it's not that I don't believe in the Force. When I saw Star Wars at the age of eight, I thought, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. There's this common energy among all living things. I agree with that. That made sense. And yeah, I saw it in the theater, so I'm actually 54 years old. Um, and it has never been adequate to me to describe myself as spiritual, but not religious. But I've always been emotional, but not sure if I'm spiritual. And now I realize that my emotional side is my spiritual side. And if you're listening to this, well, then I imagine you have some of the same underpinnings I do. The ones that lead you to think, well, this can't have purpose. This, this has to be chaos. There is nothing here of any value other than the one in one gazillion chance that this is a simulation all for my benefit to learn shit. Because otherwise, this is just fucking nuts. And if this is a simulation for me to learn shit, well, it's still fucking nuts. Why'd I put myself here? What am I doing? Well, uh, yeah. If you wrestle with the philosophical shit, then it's hard not to end up on Nihilism Road or Anarchy Lane, or worse. But those are just thoughts that you are driven to by a sequence of actions, events, and previous inner play of which you have very little say or control or even... Um, Influenced by. But you don't feel that because this 3D reality is so vivid. It feels so all-encompassing. That you can't escape the idea that it's not.
In fact, it says, it says, much a diorama of space-time and energy interactivity as it is anything. But it's a fluid diorama. It's one in which your participation actually is part of the scale of where the next diorama gets drawn. And because that diorama and the one that's currently in play are undetermined, what has come to create the situation is still in flux simultaneously. And I was not a very good person when chaos was ruling my life. And I didn't find epiphany through better actions, being some sort of serviceable figure to God or any of those born-again sensibilities. No, no, no. I actually quit everything. I laid around feeling like the world was deserving of everything it got. I had tried to go out and do good and failed miserably. I had found myself tending toward deviance and succeeded rewardingly. I hated the world. I just wanted nothing to do with it. Until I came to see that what I'd allowed to happen was a level of hate for myself. And now, <clears throat> I don't know where the self-love came from. I don't know who flipped the switches inside to make me realize all of what I was pursuing was vacant from the start and that fulfilling lives looked like discovery from within. <laughs> yeah, okay. That New Age mumbo-jumbo was always, well, a pamphlet I didn't even want to pick up and throw away. And yet, uh, without any level of connection, these fundamental pieces started falling into place. I didn't do it. It's as if uh, old versions of myself that had been playing bridge or something off in a corner of the ethereal wonderment said, uh-oh, Fuckface is getting his earth trip all screwy. Let's go uh, inside and get his head screwed on straight. And I know that sounds dumb, but that's really how it feels. It feels like I've gained wisdom or just constitutional makeup from what, I don't know where. Like, someone flipped a switch and said, you will no longer allow those who are being treated unfairly to not have a voice of support. You will stand by them until they recognize they are not alone. Yeah, okay, I can do that. You will forgive yourself and everyone around you for the actions that energetically were predetermined to exist as this circumstance in this moment of time exactly as they are it's what you're going to do with them that matters next so forgive everything that's come to this point and do the right thing with the next moment that you have in time hmm all right i can probably do that too the forgiveness thing though that part forgive everything 
I don't know. You're asking a lot. You've done some crazy-ass shit down here. I don't think I can forgive everything. But that's the only reset button that's available that says we can all do better. I don't want to forgive those who have intentionally hurt the innocent. How could they? I can't even step on a spider. So, where do you take a universe that's telling you the only salvation left is blanket forgiveness of everything that's come before? Well, you tell it to fuck off, right? (laughs) I mean, seriously. I don't have to listen to every silly voice inside my head. Or do I? So I started living that way. I started thinking, okay, if I forgive everything around me, even those transgressions that have hurt me greatly, well, that's where I started to have a level of forgiveness for myself. Because there are things we all hold against ourselves as the worst we ever did. I've actually explained what I consider the very worst thing I ever did in life in an episode in season two. And what I came to see, even with that story still as part of my makeup, well, you either allow that moment in time to become who you are, or you shackle yourself to that moment in time and allow it to always drag down who you could be, or you forgive yourself for moments of temporary misalignment in a world filled with influences trying to misalign you, and you head forward as the better version of yourself, knowing that version of yourself exists and can no longer be acceptable in a world filled with better things. That's fine. Except when you turn around and see a world filled with worse. And that's when you start thinking, well, this is all my fucking fault. And to a certain degree, unfortunately, you're right. Much like the system of government we have right now, what you have is what you deserve. Because what you will accept and tolerate is inevitably what will occur. And these are those dumb cliches like, you'll never know love until you love yourself. Well, hearing things that sound pedantic and solipsistic, when they start to actually sound wise and insightful, you listen, if you're even as knuckle-headed as I am. Because... At some point, it is clear that you've never loved yourself. Because you have a day where you look in the mirror and say, I love you, me, this 2D reflection of myself that I know will be one moment of disconnect as I float out of my body at the final moment of reckoning. (gasps) That's what I really look like? I thought I looked like the mirror. Okay. Enough chicanery. My point is, sometimes you don't know what you know until you know something different 
that allows you to say, oh my gosh, all along I thought I knew something that I didn't. And in this case, it was how to love myself. Which all started with forgiveness to the outside world. And so I thought, well, uh, that's the sort of circuitous learning route my seventh grade teachers would have been so proud of in biology had they actually walked me all the way down the road of evolution to a point of resolution. We could have all had that moment, but no, no, you didn't do that either. So here I am stuck thinking, what? How does something without eyes all of a sudden decide it needs to see something it doesn't know exists? Okay, enough chicanery. Right, evolution? Uh, a whole confluence of, of variables came into my life that said, you got most of it wrong. To which I had to agree, yes, I did. Okay. And <clears throat> what's funny is it came out of a period of time when I thought I had gotten most of it wrong and had allowed myself to think that it was because of me. And so woe was me. I pathetically sat on the sideline and said, I will no longer participate with thee. I am done playing this game. I am waiting to die. Now, pathetic, yeah, totally pathetic. And the last time I've quitted anything was when I tried to quit at life. And whatever, the universe said no. I, I was full on in. I was ready to just dye a fat white piece of lard on my bed with cum-stained socks. That was going to be enough. And I fear that the universe getting at me to say, nobody, that's, that's not even close. You have way more, way, way, way more to do. Um, I fear that those cum-stained sock bedridden white boys of accepting this reality that I was attempting to migrate into, into that herd. Well, I believe that herd is actually growing. I think it's big. I think it's bigger than I want to even admit. And I feel that in some way, shape, or form, uh, it's time to wake up uh, the young men of this planet to what opportunity and obligation they have been born into, which is to fix everything that's broken. And I'm not saying the women aren't going to participate, but the women are way ahead of them. So I'm not feeling like they necessarily have to be woken up. I just think they need to be caught up to, and I think the men are behind. So how am I going to figure all this out? I don't know. It's a fucking nut to crack, I'll give you that. But I've started through stand-up comedian open mic nights, communicating with the masses, talking to those who I think most need to hear that they can't sit out. There's no option out of the game to elect. And anything that you're doing that lives a life where most of your fulfillment is vicarious through screens is a life where you've opted out. So the active part of you that you're threatening with full-on soul dormancy has got to get a move on. Whatever you're doing right now, if you're listening to this and listening to this only, you're making a mistake. 
the best thing about audio uh, conversation of a vicarious nature, where you're a third-party eavesdropper, is you can literally be doing almost anything else in the universe except probably having a conversation with your priest. Oh, you can do that. With your mother? I don't know. Who would be your grandmother? I don't know. I think you could probably do anything while listening to a podcast. So get active. Find something to do with your life that means something to you. Even if it's cleaning the top of your kitchen trash can lid. That'll mean something to you. Any activity that builds a little bit of improvement in your life is worth doing. And whenever I've had a little spell of, oh man, I haven't done much for myself recently, I go find something that I can fix in my life. Today it was a bicycle rim that's been giving me aggravation because I hadn't properly seated the tire. And yes, it was going to be a pain in the ass to deal with that, but I finally dealt with it. Do you know how good I feel today? That rim is tight. That tire is perfect. Oh, I can't wait to go ride my bike right now. So by just getting to the things I needed to get to, now I have all the energy to go out and do a bike ride that'll clearly give my day an energetic boost it needs. And then my rest of my evening, I'm sure, will all turn out great. But if you're not up and actively doing shit for yourself to improve your own life, to make the world a better place, well, then you're just hoping the next video, audio download, interactive moment on TikTok, whatever it might be, provides you the sustenance of life that you feel good about your day. That ain't going to happen. In fact, the only way to feel good about your day is to think, what do I feel good about? And then go do it. It's so stupidly simple. I hate to even tell you that that's what's up. But that, that my friend is what's up.